On November 12, 1966, a group of four or five gravediggers were digging a plot inside Clendenin's Reamer Hill Cemetery in Clendenin, West Virginia. The group was led by Kenneth Duncan. While working, the group noticed something above their heads. It was a massive figure that was moving quickly from tree to tree, basically soaring in the treetops. It was a human-like figure with wings. They didn't know what to make of it until an article came out in the Point Pleasant Register on November 16, 1966. The headline ran, quote, Couples see a man-sized bird? Creature? Something? End quote. After that article came out, the group of gravediggers told their story. Their story is just the beginning of many tales of a very special cryptid that has loved the world over. Welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the McCall Family Podcast. I'm your hostess, Stephanie, and I'm here today with someone we haven't heard from in a while. No, it's not my sister, Gicky. I wasn't able to get her together before I wanted to record this. In the meantime, we have my favorite son, as he likes to call himself, Mikhail. Yeah. <laughs> don't you have to... So before we get into the story, you got a lot to say, don't you, already? Yeah. You better engage in this... Them. Okay. I want to cite my sources for this episode. I watched an Expedition X episode on the case. It was the very first episode of the series. It was the very first episode of the series, and you can find that on Discovery Plus. Also, all that's interesting.com, AshevilleTerrors.com, Wikipedia, and History.com. I want to preface this, this episode by saying this is a small dip into the ocean of Mothman. There is so much information about the Mothman and recent sightings and all that that I found that would be way too much to do, like, just a one-parter. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to leave the door open for a deeper dive Yeah. one day. And I know we're going to be doing a collaboration sometime this summer with Weird Mythic, which is an amazing podcast. Go listen to them. So, maybe that's something we'll get into more with Naomi. Already, you ready to start talking about the Mothman? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You have no idea what a Mothman is, do you? No. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. What? So before we even talk about it, what do you picture? What is a Mothman in your head? Um. Yeah. That's it. That's I'm not gonna got. say it. <laughs> a man that looks like a moth. No. What are you thinking? Hmm. Do, 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 do. Uh, um, you don't even know? No, I know what I'm thinking. I just don't want to say it. Why? Kind of bad. Like inappropriate? Yeah. What? What? A rapist. Oh, like, so you think mm. I'm going to yeah. put my child on this show I to talk know. about a rapist? I didn't know, okay? Mothman, know. do you know what a cryptid is? We talked about in another episode. Yes, it's like an unidentified. The last episode I was in, actually. Okay, so did you know the platypus was once a cryptid because people have seen it, but they never, nobody's ever seen it, seen it for yeah. so long that they thought it was a mythical. It's like a mythical creature. Mothman is a cryptid. Uh, so it's not a rapist. I'm sorry. I'm like, where was is it? A group of men that rape people? Moth. 
like moth, like the things that come. No, I get that. Okay, but they like I was thinking maybe they wear costumes that are moths. Oh, that would be weird. I know. All right. Well, we'll get right into it. On November fifteenth, nineteen sixty-six, so one year after Yaya was born, there were two couples on a double date. The couples were Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet. They were out on a drive in Point Pleasant at the McClintic Wildlife Management Area. Where's that? Which is also known as the West Virginia Ordnance Works or the TNT area. Can so, I guess where it is? I just said West Virginia. Dang it. I was going to guess West Virginia. Because I said West Virginia Ordnance Works. Yes. <laughs> this, that is an 8,000 acre facility that manufactured TNT during World War II. TNT? TNT. Like dynamite TNT? There you go. Ooh. Just explosives. Stuff I like that. I love explosives. Put a little pin in the ordinance works. We'll be get ba- getting back to it in a bit. Uh-huh. As the couples were driving along, they spotted what they thought was a man standing in the road. As they drove closer, they realized that it was not a normal man. They said that the creature had red eyes about six inches apart and a wingspan about ten feet, and it seemed to have tried to avoid the lights of the car. Is this why Mothman became the name? I don't... I guess, you're sure. Yeah. As they got closer, the creature took off into the air and began to chase the car. The witnesses said that the car, as the car gained speed, so did the creature. They said it was, they were driving upwards of 100 miles an hour and the the creature was keeping up with them. That is real scary. The creature scratched the top of the car. After they were able to shake off the creature, they headed straight to the police station to make a report. The next day it was in the paper. The couple spoke to the paper, and Roger Scarberry told the paper, quote, If I had seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything, but there were four of us who saw it, end quote. The title of the article was, quote, Couples See Man-Sized Bird, Creature, Something, Question. end quote. Yes? Was there actual scratches on uh-huh. the car? Yep. Like, did the police see them? Yes. Dang it. It was in the Point Pleasant Register on November 16th, 1966. After seeing this in the paper, another group of people came forward with a story of their own, except this story happened days before the incident with the couples in the car. About 49 miles away in Clendenton, West Virginia, November 12th, 1966, a group of four or five grave diggers were digging a plot inside Clendenton's Reamer Hill Cemetery. The group was led by Kenneth Duncan. While working, the group noticed something above their heads. It was a massive figure that was moving quickly from tree to tree, basically soaring in the treetops. I have a question. It was a human-like figure with wings. What's your question? Was this guy the creator of Duncan Donuts? No. Was he a relative? No. D-U-N-C-A-N. Duncan. Dang. That would have been cool. Sure. They thought maybe it was a trick of their eyes or a figment of their imaginations, and then they went about their business. That was until the day Kenneth saw the article in the Point Pleasant Register. That made Kenneth and the group want to come forward with their story, too. It is believed by many that the gravediggers are the first witnesses to the creature. For the next year, there were sightings all around Point Pleasant and West Virginia. Two volunteer firefighters saw what they described as a large bird with red eyes. A contractor named New- Newell, Newell, it's New- Newell Partridge 
had a terrifying encounter with it. Newell was from Salem, West Virginia. He claimed to hear strange noises coming from outside of his house. He went outside with his dog and shined his flashlight and witnessed something with what he called big red bicycle reflectors for eyes. Was it the moth, man? That's why we'd be talking about it. His dog went after whatever it was, and Newell said couldn't call the dog back. Because Newell was scared, he went inside after trying to call his dog many times. In the morning, he followed his dog's footsteps, and then all of a sudden, they disappeared like something picked up his dog and took it away. That's exactly probably what happened. Not long after all these sightings, they needed a name for what they were seeing, and Mothman was born. So there we go. A man-sized moth. Hear me out. Because moths have red eyes, I guess. Yeah. What if everyone is just trying to get attention, and the scratches were like, Made by those people. How are you going to scratch a car with claws? Fake. We could just take like a scraper and make it look like it was. That seems to be kind of impossible to make actual claw prints. What's their actual And why would anybody want? Because people called them liars. Stuff like that. They did? Yes. They wanted to have attention. But why would every all these people want it? Maybe they were all friends. They were not. People didn't even live near each other. You never know. Sounds like something you might do. I would never. Okay. The Silver Bridge was a suspension bridge construction constructed in 1928 and named the Silver Bridge after the color of the aluminum paint they used on the bridge itself. The bridge brought Route 35 over the Ohio River and connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in Gallipolis, Ohio. I should have uh, looked up how to say these words. <laughs> when the bridge was built, it was built in the 1920s, and it really didn't take account how cars would grow over the years. Can I just point something out real quick? Sure. Some of these listeners might have seen the Ohio meme, where everything only happens in Ohio. Yeah, that's like for children. And that's why it's kind of funny that this happened in Ohio. It just connects Ohio. Well, it probably happened in Ohio, too. Okay. Did you hear anything I said about a bridge? Yeah. Okay, there we go. That connects Route 36? 35, over the Ohio River. December 15th, 1967, during rush hour traffic, the Silver Bridge collapsed. Oof. The cause of the collapse was a failure of a single eye bar in the suspension chain. The collapse resulted in 46 deaths. Two of the victims were never recovered. Ooh. 13 months to the day of the couple's reporting seeing Mothman. There were rumors of people seeing Mothman on the bridge that day that it collapsed. This made sightings of the Mothman being like a harbinger of doom type thing. Some people also blamed Mothman for the collapse. So people are basically saying, if you see Mothman, something bad's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the harbinger of doom would be. Ooh. After sightings were being reported in the 1960s in Point Pleasant, people started getting visits from the men in black. I know what you're thinking. Not the movie. <laughs> what movie? You've never seen Men in Black? With oh, Will Smith? Movie? Yeah. With Will Smith. Here come the men in black, men in black. Galaxy defenders. Whoa, oh, 
I think I would have remembered it's that. It's an alien one. movie. No. No, it's, a, it's, it's good. Men in Black, um, the whole premise of the movies is if you see an alien, they come and wipe your memory. So you were they aliens that did it? No, they're people. Were they government issues? Yes, people? they're government people so to quiet down alien sightings. In the world of cryptids and spooky things, men in black come up actually quite a lot. It also happens when it comes to military secret equipment. Area 51. If the spooky that people are seeing can could be related to the military, you will get a visit from these men. It seems like they visit people who have encounters with this, these strange things and they get them to be quiet. So Point Pleasant, they don't kill them or anything like that. They just convince them it's not a good idea to talk about it because it could be military secrets, people seeing like what they think is a UFO and it's actually stealth technology that we're working on. They come to say, stop talking about this, you know, stuff like that. Area 51, I'm telling you, there's aliens there. There isn't. Guaranteed there's not. Because, think it about it. It's a publicity. It no, was, no, I, maybe at one point there was, but I people... I think there was, and then when people started thinking that, they used it as, like, a cover, but they moved them to There other are place so many secretive places just, in our country, like Area 51, that are actually more secretive than Area 51. I think there's a place in the desert, like, that people know about, but they don't know what's in it because the government is smart and will keep Area 51 people. is meant to test and build technology for planes yeah but i'm stuff thinking, like that i think they used it as like cover like saying like if the government ever confirmed it they would be lying and because well the government's they, already confirmed that there's ufos yes on the unidentified flying object well they call them U uaps or something or uabs unidentified air uap unidentified aerial phenomenon they're already have said they've come out and said there's things that have flown around here we don't we can't attribute to any country. We don't know what they are. That's why uh, there was this satellite. Not satellite. There the was, spy balloons? No, not the spy oh. balloon. Um, it was the Hubble space scope. <coughs> they sent up in it um, discs that were talking in different languages. That way if they ever came up Yeah, that, that's a true story. It's a record that plays. Yeah, I know. It was golden, it, yeah. It, yeah, it has um, visuals, too, stuff like that. So, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah. After people have had meetings with these men, they would not talk about what they saw anymore. After the collapse of the bridge, sightings started coming from more places than just West Virginia. In 1975, there was a sighting in Ohio. Called it. Two times in Pennsylvania in 1981. Kentucky in 1986, West Virginia in 1984. Things quieted down for a while in the sightings front between, but between 2018 and 2021, there were at least 87 sightings of Mothman in and around Chicago, Illinois. Also, sorry, I said 2021, I meant 2020. Yeah. Also in 2020, there were over a dozen sightings back in Point Pleasant. Wait, what? Yes. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about the possible origins of Mothman and the secretive place in Point Pleasant that could have brought the creature to light. And we 
are back. So what do you think of the story of the Mothman so far? I think it is cool, but I kind of don't like it. You probably think it's fake, right? I am going to give you my theory about it. Okay. I will show you um, the picture after of the statue. And they actually have a live camera on YouTube of the statue that runs 24-7. Okay. So the West Virginia Ordnance Works. Like I said, it's an 8,000-acre facility that manufactured TNT during World War II. During the time, they stored the TNT in over 100 concrete bunkers. So think of the stuff like um, in Odeon Point. Mm. Rumors were swirling, though, that more was going on here than just making TNT. That is a part of my theory now. I oh, there you go. I tell you about it. There's like, it involves the TNT and the stuff there. Okay. So, apparently, this place manufa- manufactured the explosives for the atomic bomb. And that's hot. It was a part of, I was going to say, like, the stuff they used in it, I was going to say. The powder stuff? Yeah, the chemicals that are in it. So, of the 8,000 acres, there were 300 acres designated for the war department. These awesome. 300 acres were like a confidential area. Compound. This was a place you couldn't go unless you were invited, basically. Mm-hmm. It was secretive. It is believed they were doing some kind of secret military activity. Or it's not there anymore. It's a wildlife facility now. They don't make explosives anymore? Not there. That's horrible. A lot of the Mothman sightings are based around this area. The sighting that involved the two couples was in the area because after World War II, it became a wildlife management area. Did this all start after the explosives? Yeah, after World War II. Were the explosives already done? They were no longer making them? Yeah, not there. Okay, ready? Well, we'll finish the story and then I'll ask you your stuff. Okay. There we go. You don't got to have all the information before you make a Mm -hmm. hypothesis, so to speak. Dayton, Ohio has an Air Force base called the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. In the episode of Expedition X, they met with Raymond Sheminsky who is a retired engineer from the Air Force Base. He spent 40 years as an electrical engineer with the Department of Defense. He tells the people from the show that during the 1960s, this was a time for the government to be working with new technology, fiber optics and jetpacks. They actually show videos of like them making jetpacks and them trying them on the Air Force Base. Have you seen the jetpack yet? <clears throat> what jetpack? Um, a guy in the UK made it. There's jetpacks everywhere. There's a guy that literally flies around Chicago on a, in a jetpack. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, have, have you seen it? It's not like it's not new technology, but in the 1960s it was. You have to remember this is the 1960s, bud. Sorry, it's not like power. It's powered by water. That's the thing. It's you can a- go do that at any lake. No, like there's no motor involved. It's water. It goes through the the, the hose yeah. and it shoot. Yes, that's not. Yeah, because like a f- it has like a fan in it. But that's you do it. realize that's not new technology, people. No. You can actually go to this most guy, big lakes and do it yourself. This guy made like the like he went up the farthest one ever. That's what. Sure. Okay, but the jet. You said initially. You said he made it. He did make it. The jetpack. Yes. Sure. 
this is like I said, a common thing. You, there's, you're attached to a hose, and the hose is in the water, and the water propels you out of the water. I'm gonna make one. Okay, or you can just go rent one. How? At the lakes, many popular lakes, you can rent one, and they show you how to use it, and you can use it, and you fly around the lake. What about that lake that has the airport right next to it? Winnipesaukee. Yeah. I don't know. You'd have to check. I'm gonna check. Cool. So, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base during the Cold War was engineering flight suits. This could be an explanation for the sightings that happened in Ohio during that time. Flight suits. Delta Delta Force is an elite military special force. In the 1978, they were testing combat flight suits. Where they were testing these flight suits is what is important. West Virginia. So they're flight suits that make it so you can jump out of the plane, not need a... A, um... Parachute? There you go. And it's like this. Have you seen the squirrel suits? No, one of those. Sure. Okay. Yes, actually. Yes, I have though. They're in movies a lot. Some sightings happening in West Virginia could have been people seeing these military forces testing the suits. Like having them test them at night to see how stealthy they could be. Stuff like that. Good question. Sure. If you think it's real, then how would there be claw marks? Okay. So here's the other thing. This is an explanation for some sightings. They're not saying this is an explanation for every sighting. This is a possibility for some sightings. Like why the men in black would come talk to people because it's a secretive military equipment they don't want people talking about. They, the men in black didn't come talk to the couples in the car or the gravediggers or they wouldn't keep telling their story. Do you get what I'm saying? There's people that had a story that the story stopped. I think the government has a remote-controlled bird that is huge and looks like a moss, but it's very big and has claws on it. Maybe. That's how it was matching the speeds. Okay. But the government wasn't working there at that time. This is 1978. The first sighting in West Virginia was in, uh, 66. No, I know. I'm saying, like, somebody still has the controller and was using it. The testing was happening in 1978. The first sighting of Mothman was in 1966. I thought the government had like a factory of 300... uh, TNT. Yeah, but you said there was 300 acres dedicated to... Yeah. Military experiments. Who knows what they were doing there? That's what I said. Sure. But um, that was stopped after World War II. I got it. Okay, let's. Why don't we wait till the end? Okay. Thank you. So, what is the Mothman? There are many theories about what it could be. Dr. Robert L. Smith, professor of wildlife biology in West Virginia University, he thinks that sightings are that of a sandhill crane. The reasoning for this is because a sandhill crane can stand as tall as a man and has bright red flesh around its eyes. And I can say maybe. After the story's getting around that there could be some misidentifications, but I don't think every single one could be a crane. I don't think every single one could be military. Another possibility is that it could be the work of a prankster who hides out in the TNT area, also known as the wildlife area, and tries to scare people. Smart. But again, that can't be attributed to every single sighting, especially the ones outside of Point Pleasant. The Mothman could be an experiment from the military. This wouldn't be the first time this happened. 
In the 1920s, Russia tried with humans and chimps. They tried to impregnate women with chimp DNA. Did it work? No. Uh. You can't cross species. <laughs> Animals crossfeed all the time. Really? So a dog and a cat can mate and make babies? No. No, but a horse and a zebra can. Sure. They're both horses. I thought a zebra was different. What's a zebra? A zebra. Sure, that's the name. Uh. A horse has different names, too. And a horse has different bones than the zebra. Sure, does it? Yeah. Like what? We've been learning about that in class, actually. Like, So, there's a difference between butterflies and birds. Obviously. Because yeah. butterflies are an insect. No, 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 not like that. They used to be they're common ancestors, but the butterflies came from the birds. Yes, but a butterfly and a bird can't make, make a thing. No, I'm not saying that. Like, but that's what, I'm, what you're confused by. A chimps and a humans have common ancestors. No, we are, we are ancestors. That's the thing. Yes, but you can't mate because there's two different now. That's true. That would be like a slug and a worm. You can't. Get what I'm saying? Now I'm trying to see. A there's a reason why when a horse and a mule mate and make a donkey, the donkey can't then have babies. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. I want a donkey. Okay. So, yeah, it could be possible human experimentation. Mm. Mothman could be an alien, a trans-dimensional being, an angel to warn huma- humanity of catastrophes, a ghost, or even a skinwalker. Oh my god, what if? So do you want to know what trans-dimensional is? I got it. Can I take Yeah. Sure. It's something that lives in another dimension. <coughs> yep. But it can transfer. There you go. I'm so smart, guys. Boom. Sure. If only that worked in school. Yeah, that would be The nice. Harbinger of Doom or the Warnings of the Mothman are very popular. Many people believe that he is a warning system to let people know that something bad is about to happen. Possible sightings of the Mothman have been a lot at a lot of the worst incidents in the world. Chernobyl, it right was? before the 2011 tsunami in Japan. Oh. In Salem, West Virginia, right before a strange string of child disappearances. In Moscow, right before the 1999 apartment bombings. He seems to be either trying to warn people of impending doom or the cause of it. We're sure there's one around here. What? The Mothman? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Like I said, where's this is a this is a slight little dip. Well, I didn't research if there's sightings around here. There's Bigfoot sightings and crap. Who ne- who knows? Also, the Mothman could be an animal that was affected by the toxic stuff from the TNT area and turned it into what it is now. A whole new animal. That was one of my theories. There are many possibilities, but until one is caught or photographed, we may never know. Yeah. The town of West of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, has embraced the Mothman. They, I would say that Mothman has become as popular as Bigfoot. Point Pleasant even has a statue of the Mothman. That was put up in 2003 by Bob Roach. The statue is a 12-foot steel statue of the Mothman with red eyes. And I'll show you a picture of that after. How much did, do you know how much it costs? Nope. The inscription says, quote, on a chilly fall night in November 1966, two young couples drove into the TNT area north of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. 
when they realized they were not alone. When they realized they were not alone. Period. <laughs> what they saw that night has evolved into one of the great mysteries of all time. Hence, the Mothman legend legacy began. It has grown into a phenomenon known all over the world by millions of curious people asking questions. What really happened? What did these people see? Has it been seen since? It still sparks the world's curiosity. The mystery behind Point Pleasant, West Virginia's Mothman, end quote. So there's a plaque on the, the guy. On top of the statue, there is also a yearly event that happens in Point Pleasant called the Mothman Festival. The festival is held... Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, you think the Mothman Festival is funny? I thought it was a... I think it'd be cool to see that. This is a yearly event, like I said, that happens, and people from all over the world gather around Main Street to celebrate Mothman. And finally, there's a Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant. Don't. Please stop putting stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like buttons, guys. Um, We have a cryptid museum in Portland. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah we yeah, need yeah. to go there. Yep, we do. So the website for the museum says, quote, uncover the truth that lies behind the legend of Mothman. See the largest collection of props and memorabilia from the movie, The Mothman Prophecies, Ooh. in the town where the Mothman sightings and encounters actually occurred. Ooh. Read rare historical documents from the Mothman eyewitnesses themselves, documenting what they experienced that fateful night on November 15th, 1966. See rare historical press clippings and photographs of the Silver Bridge disaster. Learn more about the historical figureheads of the Mothman legacy, like John Keel, Mary Heyer, and the Scarberry and Mallet eyewitnesses. There is plenty here to be discovered. Research and uncover the truth for yourself, end quote. And I like that specifically, saying, don't just come in here with saying, like, I believe with not looking into it yourself, researching, like, look at all this stuff, look at the historical facts, like, look at everything, and make that decision for yourself. So, the Festival Museum seemed like a pretty cool thing to do. I would... Yes. I like we it. We should just take a road trip and ditch my dad here. There you go. Well, that's the thin... And West Virginia is not that far away. That's why I said ditch my dad. He wouldn't want to go. No, he would not. Well, that's the thinned-down version of the Mothman. So, what do you think? What's your theory? Okay, I have a couple. Okay, go ahead. One of them, you already stole. Oh, or it's just been a theory all along, because it's common sense. Or you just stole it. Sure, because I know what your brain says. Yep, you read my mind. I do. Go okay. ahead. The atomic bomb. They were making it there. There was chemicals yes, but it... in it. And the moth went into it, and there was chemicals in it. Sounds like a movie. In the moth. But how did it become a man? Because a man went... Oh, so like a they got Phineas and Ferb episode when Candace turns into the platypus and the platypus turns into Candace? I have not seen that. Anyways, no. So hold on. The man got an alert. I'm like, there was computers back then. Yep. I hope. Okay. And the man saw an alert pop up. So he went to go see it. Mm -hmm. And the chemicals filled out with the moth. And then the moth and the man form. I think you watch too many movies. Any other opinions or mm -hmm. thoughts? What's that? Okay. I know you don't like this one, but everyone's lying just for attention. I'm okay. telling you. Sure. 
because being ridiculed and criticized sounds like a good way to get attention. And they still wanted attention no matter what. They're not. So this is where that theory comes in. Uh, that's more of a childish thing where people, no matter the attention, good or bad, they like. As an adult, people don't technically like bad attention yeah, and, unless they're a narcissist. And I have one more. Sure. It's my final one. Yeah. It's all by the government. Oh, there you go. And the government. And that's it, folks. Mikhail says it's the government's fault. And uh, I'll send the men in black into your room when they get here. No, please don't. <laughs> so thank you all for listening this week. Don't forget to please like, subscribe, and follow us on our social media, the Macaw Family Podcast on Facebook and TikTok. And if you could please follow us on TikTok, we have 10 more people that need to follow us before we can start going live. And when we go live, we're going to start recording our recordings. We can do a Q&A. <laughs> there you go. Um, also, it's Macabre Family on Instagram and email us at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, please support us on all listening platforms you use. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Thank you so much. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.